The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, anyone else getting uh, any questions on anything having to do with actual sales call, either the first call setting up the deal or the on-site uh, walkthrough? No is totally fine, but I wanted to give everyone an option. Tiffany in the house. What's shaking, girl? Okay. So it's probably, I think you're going to say it's because I did not do the call and set up the walkthrough correctly. I just... I had a, someone gave me a contact and I called her and she's like, yeah, let's just come over at this time. And so I went to, it's an orthopedic office and I was going to start with asking her those questions that you start, that you say, but then she's just like, okay, hello. And she shook my hand. She's like, okay, we got this and this and this. So I'm wondering if I should how to handle that. Should I just stop her and say, can we talk? And also when you give the bid and you're trying to solve their problem and find out what the problem is. Hold on. Let's get, let's get one problem at a time. Let's not try and solve okay. that. Okay. So absolutely. That was completely a mistake from not from the beginning. Not that we can't fix it. I'm not going to refuse to answer your question, but you're giving me a second best alternative, right? I say I blew the first call. What do I do? I'm like, well, don't blow the first call. Let's do that. Right. But Got it. We all make mistakes. Even if you did, I'm still going to not go out. There's a mistake. There's a, something you could have done after you blew the first call before you went out. Call back again. Hey, Tiffany, I've been thinking about it. I agreed to come out. I have no freaking idea what I'm coming for. That's not That's not what I want to do. I don't want to waste your time. I certainly want to waste my time. Can we just get crystal clear on exactly what the problem is you're hoping I can solve so I don't waste a half hour of our time? So you can always fix it. Right. You don't have to be like, oh, I'm like, you never call them again. Bull crap. You are, this is, you are again investing your most precious resource in time. And it's fine if you can help them and serve them and bring some value to their life. I'll invest all day long. But if you can't, let's just, and you're, and you're taking their most valuable resource, which is time. So feel free next time to just call and you can always reset the ground rules. So if you forget it on the first call, do a second call. If you didn't do that, here's how you do it. You're still, the, the answer is to set the ground rules. So the best way is to do it before the call. You're like, what if I didn't? Well, then you were going to draw on the call. So let's just role play it. And we are recording so you can go back and hear it. Well, no, you get to be the buyer. You get the, you can get to be the pain in the ass. I got the hard job. Um, so go ahead and try and buffalo me with your nonsense of whatever this lady did. Hey, Tiffany, Mike, thanks for inviting me out. Hey, Mike. Okay. What we have here is we have the three um, patient rooms that you'll be cleaning. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, girlfriend. We're like, you're talking marriage. We're on a first date. I don't even know why I'm here. Can I get two seconds just to get clear on exactly why I'm here and what a good outcome is for everybody? Well, the outcome is for you to clean the office. Can I be direct? Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, we're pretty selective about who we work with. We only make offers to people we're wildly confident we can um, kick ass and take names for. I don't know that about you. So for me to be able to help you, and my fault, by the way, Tiffany, I should have set all this up over the phone. I completely dropped the ball. So hopefully you'll forgive me. That said, for me to be able to propose propose a solution, I've got to get crystal clear on the problem. So for me to be able to do that, we need to spend five, 10 minutes of me really understanding what's going on. So I don't just give you a price to solve a problem I don't understand. Fair? Yes. 
done. I, I would have said yes before, but yeah, that was really great. But it's really important that you understand who's in charge and who's setting the frame. So we call it the doctor frame internally. And I, I love that frame. If I walk into the doctor and I'm like, okay, so here's the thing, but he's like, blah, 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 get on the scale. You know, as well, I, you don't even get to see the doctor. The nurse is like, get on the scale, sit in here, take off your clothes, do the thing. The doctor comes in for like two minutes. Okay. I need your blood, blah, blah, blah. And he's out. They are setting the frame. There is no universe where, you know, you walk in and be like, the doctor's like, great. What's wrong with you today? He's like, nothing. I feel great. Just wanted to say, see ya, um, uh, Jessica. Um, he's going to set the frame, right? So equally important to you to be setting the frame is you knew, I don't say I was in charge. You knew I was a professional. I wasn't going to waste your time. I knew what was going on and I had a plan and it was a good plan that was going to serve you. So you can go, oh, thank God. Because most of the time when you go, what is it you want? I need the most cleaning for the least money. They're not doing that because they're angry or combative. They're doing it because no one ever taught them how to buy and they don't know any better. So when you are this adult in the room and you're like, no, you don't, <laughs> you need the result at a fair price, right? Because, you know, because obviously we all know, great, I can get you the, you know, if you want a price, six bucks. Well, what are you talking about? Well, I, I'm assuming you, if I get, if there's no information, the price can be anything, right? Like, do I have to come here physically and clean or can I do it mentally? Oh, you want a physical clean? Okay, got it. Do I have to have clothes on or can I be a psychopath from the mental? Oh no, you need that. Okay. Do I need legal, do I need legal employees or can I just have, uh, you know, human trafficking? Oh no, you don't want that. Okay. Do they need to be in Like you start going, okay, hold on. I don't want the cheapest price because the cheapest price is not what you want. So the big thing is we're setting the frame and the frame is I am the doctor. I know you just want me to throw pills at you and tell me what the cost is for the operation. I don't do that because that's malpractice. I am going to get crystal clear. And this is for everybody, by the way, residential commercial. I'm here to get crystal clear on what the problem is. And with my expertise, help you find a solution. If I think I'm the best solution, happy to tell you what that would talk like or talk about. If not, I'm going to try and point you in the right direction. I'm not here to sell you anything. I'm here to get you crystal clear on the problem and help you solve it. If I know in my heart of hearts, by far, I'm the best person in the universe to solve it. We're going to solve that damn problem. And I'm going to fight like hell for you to have me solve it. But I don't know if that's the case right now. So they're saying, sell me something. This is a buyer seller relationship. You're going to try and get the most money for the least amount of service. I'm going to try and get the most service for the least amount of money. And you're going, no, I am here as an expert to help you understand the problem. Once you understand it, I can understand it. Once I can understand it, I can bring my experience to bear and help you come up with a solution. But you see how we're coordinating. And it's like, no, I don't want to do that. Cheapest price, cheapest price. I'm not here for that. Could you imagine walking in a doctor and go, I'm sick. What, what, what are you going to do and how much is it going to cost? He's like, well, I'm going to examine you. That'll be $87 or whatever it costs. And then I'm going to help you come up with a solution. No, no, just price, price, price. He'd go, I'm not, you got to go. I'm, I have sick people that actually need help. I'm going to, you got to go. You got to have that same, uh, that you don't owe them anything. We kind of feel like because they asked for a bid, we owe them anything. You don't owe them any of your time. This is all free. These aren't clients. These are beggars. So you have, again, they have a problem. You know how to solve it. You're doing them a favor by coming out and helping them. You don't mind doing it, but they're going to follow your rules. And if they're like, no, no, I know how to do this. They're like, I'm not good. This is a game I don't want to play. And so if they're like, I'm getting seven bids, that's what I want. Oh, God, we don't do that. When you're ready to really solve the problem and understand it, you need a professional to come in and help you get clear on what the problem is and create an actual solution to fix it. Give me a ring. If you're just looking for bids, I'm not for you. And watch how quick they go. Well, hold on. What do you mean? Because again, no one ever taught them how to bid. Everyone else just went, okay, I'll try and get my, I'll sharpen my pencil, get you the best bid. When you are the adult and go, when you're looking to solve the problem, let's talk. If you just want bids, I'm not playing that game. Most will go, well, hold on. Tell me about that. What do you mean? How did it? And now we got it. Now we got a conversation. Fair. 
Yeah, I that's a big shift because I do feel like they're doing me a favor for having me out to do a bit. I think I just I get unsure of myself. So that is that's really good. And the verbiage is good. So two things. One, these calls are recorded. So anytime you're about to go on a bid, this would be a great thing to listen to in the car ride over. Um, two, it is really common for you to leave this call going, I got it. That makes sense. I'm going to be great. And then go on a call and be like, holy crap, I did everything wrong. I'm a terrible human being. And I suck at this. Not the truth. You are a regular human being and it takes iterations. So as long as you are trying, and here's another thing, this is, this is going to, this is going to sting a little, um, to really get better. you got to be okay going for the next 10 or 20 sales calls. And I'm like, we call them enrollment calls. We like to enroll people into their new life, not selling crap they don't want. So on your next 20 enrollment calls, the goal is not to enroll. The goal is to get better at what you do. So if you're like, this goal is not to sell tomorrow anything, I'm going to get really freaking good at getting her crystal clear on her pain and getting me crystal clear on her pain. That's it. That's the goal. So when tomorrow's like, I need a bed, I don't do beds. I'm here to get clear on your pain. I'm not going to do that. Okay, I'll get out of your hair and I'll find someone else. No problem, because that's my goal. So if you do that, even if your enrollment percentage drops for a little bit, because you're like, oh, this is, I was comfortable at this thing that enrolled at this level, you know, it's almost like a golf swing. You know, it's not good. You're like, it's probably going to get worse because you're like, ah, I got to do something. And then it gets better. Same thing. You've got to be okay with the next 20 calls. I'm not here to enroll anybody. I'm here to get better. And then every call till I die, I will enroll at a much higher level and enjoy it a lot more because I'm advocating for as opposed to selling to these people. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when you leave, don't go, did I sell? Did they buy? Did I do it? How did I follow the agenda that I'd set? Did I really go in trying my best to get them and me clear on the pain? And if you said yes, I don't care if they bought or not, or did some weird thing with a one-time sale or it makes no difference. I don't care. If you're like, I really did the best I know how to do at getting clear on their pain and getting them clear on their pain. And that's a gift I gave them, whether they opened it or accepted it or not, I gave it. That was a win. And if you're like, I did a terrible job and I reverted to my normal stuff and they bought, that was a loss. We've got to get kind of separate the result because here's a big problem that happens with sales calls. We will do something, we'll do a good call and they won't buy and we'll, t- we'll make up a story that it was bad. And so I was telling Tamara, I don't want her to get too wiped out about one call because we screw ourselves up or even worse, we do something bad and they buy in spite of it. And then we, we enter that in our sales process because our little monkey minds can't separate out results from act- actions. So if we take out the results and go, I'm just here to get better. And I don't care if they buy or not or enroll or not or whatever. Did I get them clear on the pain? Did I get me clear? And every every time, maybe make a little one or two sentence note. So 20 calls from now, you can review and see yourself getting stronger and stronger at that. And then we're building, you know, same thing with golf. They're like, don't look at your, don't look at where the ball went, look at your swing. And if you get your swing right, the ball will go where you want it to go. But you can do a goofy, weird thing and the ball goes 300 yards straight and then your stupid monkey mind goes, that was it. That's what I got to do. It's like, no, you got there in spite of that. So when you're selling, don't look at the ball, i.e. did they buy or not, look at your swing. Because if your swing gets right, you can sell anyone anytime. But this guy buying or that guy buying, tomorrow's lady might have been a psychopath that she doesn't want to do business with. So she did a really good enrollment call with her and the lady didn't buy and she judged her enrollment call based on that lady, she's going to screw herself up. Christian might be like, I'm going to buy whatever. I just need to get this thing taken care of. And I do a garbage call and I do a bunch of weird stuff and talk about dust and all sorts of manner, crazy stuff. And he buys and I'm like, okay, that was the magic. We got it for the next 20 calls. Be like, I know I'm getting better at this craft and they'll buy or no, I don't care if I go over 20. That's not the goal. As long as 20 calls from now, I'm like, I got this. I'm good. Is that a fair? 
Scary. Yeah. Okay. It is scary, but yes, yes, I like that. Cool. Good news is it won't even take uh won't even take 20 calls. So if you commit to 20, you'll start getting better and feeling comfortable in five or 10 and be like, oh, I really like this. And then you'll start selling at a high level and it won't be as painful. So I'm selling you lots of pain. You'll probably actually have less pain. Awesome. Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, if it's a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. I have a practical question on that. When I go to the site, even if I've set it up right, do I talk to them and say all those things before we ever walk through? Do I talk to them and say those things? Okay, before we walk through and then after I'm clear on their pain and do all those things, then I say, okay, show me your facility or? So two things, we always start the call by by summarizing the ground rules. Hey, Tiffany, I know we spoke a couple of days ago. I've slept since then. Just want to make sure we're still on the page. You still have 20 minutes uninterrupted. Here, I'm going to turn off my phone. I physically turn off my phone in front of them. We good? Great. Uh, I still have permission to ask you all sorts of manner questions to get crystal clear on what's going on here before I try to make some sort of proposal to fix it. Good. Uh, if for whatever reason at the end, this is all in module 6.1, 6.2. For whatever reason, anytime during this process, if you're like, this chick is crazy. I don't like her. I don't want her. You'll just tell me, right? Is that fair? You'll just be square with me. Good. Appreciate that. Vice versa. For whatever reason, I don't think we're the absolute best vendor in the whole freaking county to get you taken care of. Are you okay if I tell you that and we're just honest? Yeah, I agree. Great. And if neither of that happens, I'm like, oh my gosh, I know I can help this person. I understand our problem. I know we can solve it. Um, and you believe that as well. What would you like to see happen next? And I'm not going forward with anything to like, I want to get started. Um, if they give me some sort of nonsense about, I got to talk to some, great. Let's get them here. Uh, they're not going to be here. Great. When they or you are ready to solve the problem, let me know. I got to talk to my husband. Great. Let's grab him. He's not here. What are we talking about? <laughs> no offense. I'm not here to talk about a problem and give you a bid to maybe solve it at some point in the future. Either you want to get this solved or you don't. If you don't, let's get it solved. If you do, if you don't, I'll leave. If you do, let's get it solved. So what are we doing here? It is okay to set boundaries. Like if you guys came here and were like, I don't really want to talk about sales or I'm, I want to talk about sales, but I never want to go on a sales call. I'm, like, well, I'm not going to waste my time coaching you. <laughs> We're just, just in case you're like, oh, I don't really sell. I have someone else doing that. I just want you to tell me, I don't get her on the call. Why, why am I coaching you? Like, what are we doing here? And you wouldn't be offended. You'd go, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's a reasonable request. Um, so we always start with resetting the ground rules. Believe it or not, I don't give a crap about the, the job walk, the walkthrough. I might do it for them to make them feel better, but I'm just trying to get through it quick. Um, for residential, it's just really a rapport. We can, if I feel like I can pull off getting the conversation done, I will, but it's really just pain, pain, pain. So if we want to do what we're talking, I prefer doing it or sitting down. Honestly, for a large um, commercial building, because I like travel and I'm not going to have my sales shut down when I'm traveling and I don't want someone not qualified as I am to be doing high dollar sales, I break it up. I go, I am the person that's going to get clear on what your pain is and how to solve it and, and propose a solution. I have someone else do the walkthrough. They'll come down. You don't have to be there. Just They'll just measure it and do everything. So I, that's the $10 an hour work. I don't even, for residential, you don't need, you have, you look and you're like, okay, I got it. How big is the house? 2,300, okay, got it. For commercial, again, depending on the size, if it's just, you know, something quick and easy, it's no big deal. If it's several buildings over whatever, send an estimator out there to get the actual, here's how many square feet and here's how long it's going to take. But the the sales portion, the high dollar portion, the understanding of solving problems, that's the job that you're there for. Everything else is just BS. So if I even let them do a walkthrough, it's just to make them feel better. It's not because I need to see anything. 
I just need to understand their pain. Let's say you don't have the estimator. Why don't you need to see, like when I started doing this business, they're like, okay, you got to know what types of floors and if you're vacuuming, if it's all sweeping and mopping and I don't know all the things like, why wouldn't you need to walk through the 10,000 square foot building to know how many like bathrooms and things? Yeah. Just to be clear, you, the salesperson, the owner, the high, highly skilled person does not need to do that. Somebody does. I'm just saying it doesn't have to be you. Right. But while I'm still small, I probably have to. Yeah, that's fine if you do it. But the point is it can be done at a different time. It can be done by a different person. Don't confuse the, the same reason. A doctor, like why, why? So you don't, I thought you had to get blood and you have to wait. So yeah, the nurse does that. The doctor is the talented person. He's a fool at that stuff. Like, well, I'm a small practice, so I'll do it. Okay. But just to be clear, don't, I'm okay with you weighing people and taking blood. Just don't think that's doctoring. You know, that's nurse work and there's nothing wrong with nurse work, but you're doing it because you're small, not because it's important. If I, as the patient thought the blood taken, the, the weighing was the important part and that's the important person, that's the problem. I need to see you as the doctor. Even if you happen to be doing nurse work, that's fine. But I like the separation of, I don't want you or them to think the magic of this, our time together is me showing you how many square feet of VCT tile we have versus how many toilets we have. See what I'm saying? Everyone else is going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about the real problem. So I might, if I, if I had to do it, I'll go, Oh, I'll measure it on my own. I don't even need you. That is not the important part. Anyone can measure and give you a, a, a per square footage price. I am here to understand the problem. So let's spend 20 minutes doing that. I can do the job walk without you. I mean, I just need them to be clear. This is the important sales conversation. That's just BS measuring that any monkey could do. And if you happen to be the monkey, fine. If you want to pay a monkey, fine. I just, you, and they need to understand the distinction between the high value work. Perfect example with people are like, I don't get Pipeline Pro and help me with Pipeline Pro. I'm like, monkey work, no offense to Pipeline Pro people. Any $20 an hour employee can do that or $5 if they're in the Philippines. Um, how to write copy and make a funnel and come up with offers that are compelling. That's high dollar work. Let's not get confused about which is which. So I'm not saying Pipeline Pro is stupid. You never need it. Like, yeah, somebody needs it, but I don't know how to work Pipeline Pro and I do pretty fine. But the Pipeline Pro guy doesn't know how to build a marketing funnel and attract clients and speak in their language. That's why he needs me and I don't really need him. His, his, his job is very easily replaceable. My job's very expensive. Same thing when you go on a sales call or an enrollment call. The understand the getting the pain and getting them to be honest with you and you being able to articulate that with them way up here on the value chain. Somebody counting toilets and square footage of tile versus visa versus carpet way down here on the anyone can do that. An estimate, a cleaner can do that. So I just want you, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm saying I want you to understand your real job. So if I'm training a whole cleaning crew and in that training I vacuum for five minutes. It would be silly of me to think or the team to think, oh, Mike is here as a vacuumer. That's his job. It's like, no, no, no. I'm here as a trainer. This thing needs to get vacuumed, so I'll vacuum it. But let's be clear on what I'm here for. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Cool. Important distinction. It's more how you view yourself and the time that you invest and how they view you. Really hard for um, them to view, you know, when you're taking their weight and measuring a bunch of crap, then you're this level. You are not that level. You are a consultant with them, not a salesperson to them. That's huge. Yeah, thanks. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, 
how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.